Hello, I'm Andy. This is the Maidstone Radio Breakfast Show's highlights podcast called The Chats. Allow me to play you the jingle. Okay, here we go then. Another episode, another brilliant person to talk to. And this morning, it was James Hall, the silver and gold medalist from the Commonwealth Games. Uh, He managed to power through an ankle injury to score himself a silver medal at the individual all-around competition. An absolutely heroic effort. And I'll be honest with you, gentle dear listener, I am not an expert in any form of sport, but... Chatting to James was a joy. Here is what happened. Right, so there is a big long list of things to say about this man before I actually say his name. So, um, European Championship Silver and Bronze. He's won the all-around title at the British Championships in 2019. He's got two gold and three silver medals from the Commonwealth Games. And better than anything, he is training at the Pegasus Gymnastics Club, which is right in Tovel. Good morning, James Hall. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. That's not a bad list, is it? Um, it's not. Yeah, really good. Still reeling from the games, but uh, yeah, no time to rest. We've got the European Championships coming up, so hopefully I can add add another medal to that uh, tally chart. Go on, mate. Um, so, so normally I say, how are you to, to anybody that comes on, but genuinely we do need to ask, how how are you? Are you all right? Uh, yeah, no, I, I am. I am. I'm in high <laughs> spirits. Um Ankles feeling a lot better. Um, that was the main issue. But yeah, I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm still reeling from the experiences. Just it was such an honour and it was such a pleasure to compete against. Well, my teammates compete with them, and the crowd was incredible. It was just unbelievable. Tired, but the whole thing was unbelievable. <laughs> Well, I bet. Well, I mean, for anyone that is listening, that's going, what are they on about with his ankle? So you were competing in the all-around um, uh, finals and. You were, am I, am I right in saying you were on the vault? Yeah. And and you did yourself a mischief, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's the long and short of it. But yeah, I had a, uh, an ankle injury going into it. Um, and yeah, unfortunately landed badly on the vault. Uh, and that, it hurt a lot, I must admit. But um, yeah, I, I said in another interview that like there was no way I, I couldn't carry on. Um, it was just my, my teammates were willing me. And I had every opportunity to stop. The medical team was brilliant. My coach was brilliant. I think, you know, they said at any time you can stop, you don't have to do it. But, you know, I, I took the initiative and thought, actually, you know, this could be my last Commonwealth Games for all I know. You never know what the future holds. So I thought I'm going to give it my best. I'm at home. The crowd's going to lift me. So let's see what we can do. And it was, I'm glad I did it. It all paid off. I mean, it was amazing to watch because uh, I will let you into a secret here. I was watching it live because I'm cool and I have nothing else to do because, uh, you know, um, but I've got a friend who is obsessed with watching men's gymnastics and also, funnily enough, men's diving. Read into that as you will. Um, yeah. But normally she's sending messages that aren't really anything to do with uh, the performance. But this time around, she was going, this is incredible. This is, uh, you know, he's he's obviously uncomfortable at best but he's powering through this is heroic and i think for anybody watching that they they wouldn't be able to disagree with that so i suppose the thing that i find really interesting is when you you landed badly on the vault what went through your head were you where do you go to mentally to get yourself into a competitive zone 
Yeah, I think for me, when you put in those situations, it is it is horrible. It is one of those things where you think, what am I going to do here? Like, I'm I'm in an arena with ten thousand people watching. This is my dream to be where I am, and I've just, you know, I've just injured myself. What do I do now? And I had a bit of a wait from doing my vault until the next apparatus, which was the parallel bars. And the whole time my coach is saying, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And the medical team, the same. And I said, look, just leave me alone for five minutes. Just give me five minutes. Just be quiet and uh, let me think. And, you know, you could, you could tell people from the crowds were looking at you and you could tell, you know, officials were looking at you. And it was, I was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to grit my teeth and power through and, for me, it was kind of a chance to show my character and to sort of inspire others because there's been times where I pulled out of competitions through injury and when I haven't been safe. But I, like I said, I took the initiative and I thought, actually, I can do this. Um, it's not going to cause any more damage that I know of and it hasn't. Um, and yeah, to sort of inspire others, that's why we do it. My goal is to inspire other people no matter what, what if it's sport they want to follow, if it's a job, anything in their life, if I can help in any way then that's a victory to me i mean it was incredible to watch and i'm even sad enough to have had a little look at some videos on tiktok and obviously people have put that performance uh, i think it was you on the parallel bars and they were putting that performance up when you landed and obviously you had a little bit of a step back i think it was the parallel bars anyway um and they mm -hmm. were going look this is this is what he is doing even though he's got an injury um and uh, and I think it definitely showed your character. So I think that's definitely job done. Um, and there are many people incredibly, not just impressed, but I think especially here in this household anyway, immensely proud because you're going, look, it's a Maystone boy. Look, he's, he's doing well. Look at him. Oh, he's a legend. Um, <laughs> so it was it was great to watch. Um, obviously, uh, in that competition, before you'd taken to the vault, you, you were leading. And I don't want to start rubbing salt into the wound here. But do you feel... And, and there were some people were saying that that silver medal is perhaps worth more because of what you achieved, even with that injury. Did, how does it feel sort of coming in that silver? Do you still have a great sense of pride with it or do you feel like oh, that could have been my gold? Yeah, I think for me, it's, it's always been about the team event anyway. So th that was on the Sunday. The all around was on the Sunday and the team was on the Friday and we got gold in that. And that was, that was what I came for. I always said the rest is bonus. And, yeah, I was leading for the first three apparatus, but to be honest, I couldn't have lost to a better man. Jake is, you know, he's the future and he, he's an incredible gymnast and an even better person. So, you know, he really deserved it. And he showed throughout the rest of the games that he is a champion. And he, yeah, he, 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 he's the guy. He's the guy to beat now. And it was an honour. Nice. All right. Well, I, I'm glad at least you're happy. And I suppose that's really the only thing that's properly. Definitely. Um, you were in Tokyo um, for the Olympics there. And obviously there was no crowd around, or at least there was a very limited crowd. And then you find yourself next year in Birmingham. That must have been quite a quite a shock to suddenly have a whole massive sold out crowd watching you. Yeah, I think. Uh... The biggest shock was probably the cultural difference between Tokyo and Birmingham. <laughs> but uh, no, it was amazing. For me, Olympics epitomises, and that was always my goal. I always wanted to get there. Um, and being there, crowd or no crowd, it was a bit rubbish that mum and dad couldn't go. And, you know, whoever else wanted to go and support. But like I say, it's the symbol. I got there, all that hard work, all the stress, the pressure. It, it was totally worth it. And stepping into Birmingham with not just a crowd, it was a home crowd. They were, they were there for us. And it was incredible. I, I remember speaking to Max Whitlock. He always said, 
when he was in London at the Olympics, there was a point where he stepped into the floor to do his routine and he said it could not get any louder. And I experienced that. It could not get any louder. And I thought, I'm going to run off. I'm going to go. <laughs> but it was, it, yeah, it was unbelievable. And I would definitely do it all again. When you started, because you were, what, six years old when you started gymnastics? Yeah. What, what was it about gymnastics that got you hooked in? What was it that you went, oh, this is the most fun I've ever had? I think it's just, for me, it's the endless possibilities. You, you know, you've got so many avenues to go down. And I think... The nice thing is when you watch youngsters get into gymnastics, you can see it's, you know, that that might not be their sport forever, but they're always engaged in something. They're always enjoying something. And I remember saying to, I think it was my mum, I said, you know, I wish school wasn't compulsory, but I wish gymnastics was because I just wanted to spend all my time in the gym. And I think that's what it's about. You got a healthy environment, an enjoyable sport. And it was just, yeah, I, I couldn't ask for anything else. And to be with my coach for the last 20 years, I count myself extremely lucky because any sportsman, I think they start with a coach and either things don't work out, they out outgrow them or whatever. But I've been with the same one for the whole time. And yeah, it's been the best experience I could have asked for. Nice. I mean, just touching on coaches, obviously British gymnastics has um, obviously been in the headlines recently because of um, some of the actions of other coaches. Um, were you surprised when that kind of news came out? Did that kind of hit you as a bolt out of the blue? Uh, I mean, I think being involved in the system, you're always going to see things, hear things. And it's, you know, as a youngster, you know, you're not really sure what to do. Um, and I think a lot of people took the right avenues. And I think the outcome that's happened, it, not necessarily a shock, but you know, I think everyone is glad it's happened. The the fact that the white reviews come out and, you know, people are, are safe to talk about it. And it's just, it, it's a much more healthy environment now. And, you know, there's still a lot of work to do, the same as anywhere. But I think it, it's a healthier environment. People are starting to enjoy their gymnastics a bit more. And yeah, I'm actually excited for what the future holds for British gymnastics. That is good news because um, you were talking about it's great watching youngsters getting into gymnastics and it's nice sort of seeing little people start to become big people. Um, but you are an ambassador of the Young Lives Foundation as well. Um, how did you get involved in that? What was your what was your aim of, of getting involved in the Young Lives Foundation? So basically, they're based in Maystone anyway. Um, and it was quite nice because they reached out to me and uh, there was a actually my mum volunteered for them as well um, and has done for several years. And they thought, actually, well, this is an opportunity. And when you think I'm extremely privileged in my upbringing and I'm well aware that there's, there's so many young children out there and even young adults now that haven't had the same privilege. And I think it is, you know, it is important that these people get the same opportunities, whether it's later on in life. You know, I, I feel as though I had a head start and to have the opportunity to to almost help better these people's lives or at least give them somewhat of a springboard into a better life. That is, you know, that's very close to my heart and, you know, they deserve it as much as I do. Nice. Well, um, whatever you do with Young Lives, um, some of the some of the guys from the Young Lives Foundation are on the station. Um, so uh, I'm sure they'll uh, keep us updated on what you get up to with them. Um, one question that um, I had sent to me by my friend who likes to WhatsApp during um, gymnastics competitions, um, she wanted to know um, when you're on a break from competing or you're on a break from training, like maybe right now when you're just trying to get some rest, um, 
is there a, a particular place? Maybe it's in Maidstone, maybe it's somewhere else. Is there a place that you like to go which just helps you chill out? Uh, if we're talking about a holiday, it's definitely Cornwall for me. Um, that nice. is the place where it's just serene. Go there, have a little surf, sit on the beach, eat some fudge, eat some pasta, eat some ice cream, and just switch off. I feel like that's one of the only times I can actually switch off because being a high-level sportsman, you, you go home at night and all you're thinking about is gymnastics. So to have the opportunity to do that and, you know, even on a day off, on Sunday just gone actually, because um, we're back at the National Centre now and I knew it was going to get hot and heavy again. So I thought actually, and there's a view, Bluebell Hill viewpoint in Maidstone, went up there, took some breakfast up there with a couple of friends and just sat and just sat there for about an hour and just switched stuff just didn't think about gym didn't think about anything and it's just i think it's important to do you can get yeah. so wrapped up in it whether it's sport or just a job and you can lose your mind over it so it's important to take those breaks good bluebell hill everyone get there right now um <laughs> no don't yeah. ruin my spot <laughs> <laughs> fair enough we'll, we'll make sure we clear up after ourselves um but um there, there's i think there's one thing that i am sort of desperate to ask you and it's not serious at all um when you're doing a floor routine and you're on the mat and you've done a whole host of really impressive tumbles and then you've kind of stuck your landing and it's incredible and the crowd cheers. To get to the corner of the mat, you have to do like one big massive step to get to the corner. Have you ever been tempted at any point to just ask, look, can we just walk there and just kind of look cool rather than do a one big step? Several times. I'm not, <laughs> I, feel, I feel as though I'm not the most artistic person, um, but... Yeah, I suppose you've got to do it with a flourish, but uh, there's, a, there's people out there that can do it better than me, but it, it, it takes up a surprising amount of energy and you've only got one minute 15 and those big tumbles really knack you out. So uh, yeah. could do without it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just to, just to sort of just get yourself back into the next tumble, I guess. But, you know, one big A gentle step. stroll. Yeah. A gentle stroll is always preferable. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, you, were, you were talking about sort of getting ready for, for what's next in terms of competition. So you've got European Championships next? Yes, European Championships. We actually start. Uh, first day of competition is Thursday, so a week tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, that's coming around. That's another big one. Uh, and I don't think I've ever done two majors this close to each other. So it's, it's a challenge, but... To be honest, we've had a few days to decompress after the Commonwealth Games and then now on the straight and narrow. Cool. OK, so you've got European Championships and I'm guessing we're looking ahead to Paris. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got uh, World Championships at the end of this year and then European Championships and World Championships again next year. And then, uh, yeah, Paris 2024. And then after that is the unknown. I don't know how my body's going to feel. 26 now, which is a bit old for a gymnast, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Cool. Tell the 35-year-old guy who looks like a stick <laughs> insect that swallowed a tractor tire. Yeah, all right, mate, fine. Um, okay, so perhaps perhaps Paris might be um, uh, the last that we see of you. As you say, you can never be too sure. Um, what would you like to do perhaps when you do look at retire? I mean, let's not, say the, let's not actually say the, the full R word, in, in full but if you are sort of looking beyond Paris what what would you like to be to be looking at strictly dancing on ice well you never know you never know who's going to offer um <laughs> again maybe I'll have to work on my artistry I think but uh yeah you never know um but to be honest now that I can kind of see the end of my career whether it's Paris or beyond sort of I'm definitely in the back half of it now I think I'd 
I've got a, a massive passion for gymnastics and I'd like to sort of give back to that. I, I was never really interested in coaching, but I think, like I say, as, as I can see the end of my career now, I'd like to sort of give the give some youngsters the chances I had, the excitement I've had. I count myself so lucky again because I I don't think there's many people that have this connection with a sport. With it, it is a lifestyle and it's been incredible and I'd like to sort of pass that on. James, mate, whatever you do, uh, I'm fairly certain you're going to smash it because even if you have an injury, you seem to do incredibly well. Um, meanwhile, I've got a dodgy back and I can barely get upstairs. So um, <laughs> with that in mind, I'm going to let you get back to resting because you've got the Europeans to get ready for. Um, James, thank you so much for having a chat with us. I really do appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers. You're a superstar and a hero. You have a good rest. Will do. <laughs> Bye, James. The man's a hero, the man's a legend. We should have a parade for him. A parade for James Hall, please. That's what I require. And uh, I shall write a letter to the mayor right now. Morning, Derek. Sort out a parade for James Hall. Send. Lovely. Uh, right, so don't forget, if you uh, want to find out anything about James Hall, uh, you can find him on the British Gymnastics website. You can keep track of all of his progress, and fingers crossed his ankle gets much better soon. Good luck, James. We'll keep tabs on you, my boy. But for now, uh, I'm going to leave you alone because I've got a breakfast show to get ready for for tomorrow. Uh, make sure you do listen in. It's every Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, 7am till 10am on wearemadestone.com. And... For this lovely little podcast, if you could be so kind as to sort of rate, subscribe, give it five stars. Don't worry about four stars. Don't need those. Just five stars would be great. I'd love you forever. Okay, good deal. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.